And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. Yeah, I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's so much better too. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, so Furbies, yes. Yeah. So they there was this weird thing where uh, Joe Dante, the creator of Gremlins, looked at a Furby and was like, "That looks a lot like a Gremlin." Yeah. And they were gonna like deal with it, and then all of a sudden, Furby put out a Gizmo Furby. Oh. And so what happened was they they got wind of it and they just went to Warner Brothers and they were like, hey, let us just make a gremlin Furby. We'll split the profits and just call it even. Okay. So fucking stupid. <laughs> that's that's wild. I can't I kind of can't that's like really ballsy, isn't it? To just be like, hey, you know what? Let's do a, a mogwai or whatever. Well, yeah, so well, I, I have a Furby right here. Uh, so nice. they were like, that looks like a gremlin. It doesn't. I don't see a gremlin at all. Gremlins don't have like a like a beak. Right. And if he, that's... <laughs> so stupid. Anyways, yeah. wow. hey, I'm stoked you're here. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, you're here. Uh, kind of a tone zone part two, kind of a whole nother dope ass event that you're going to talk about today, which I'm really excited. <laughs> Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> so please introduce yourself and we'll get started. Uh, I am Tony Chambers or uh, uh, Tone Zone Toys and um, just living large in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, making toys. Uh, action figures are my uh, my medium, my art medium most of the time. Yeah. As a quick recap, how long you have you been action figures as your medium? Uh, I just uh, passed five years of uh, I start, started dabbling five years ago. So, yeah, <laughs> long ass time. Yeah, it's a while. I think what's crazy is there's people, of course, that have been doing this 10, 15 years, but there are milestones for sure. But yeah. if, if you make it past year one, I think like that's already a hoop. You get to year five, like, man, you're in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely uh, have have a bunch of stuff, bunch of tools and stuff accumulated. Yeah, yeah. Farther, farther along, maybe. Year ten, you have made this decision to do it your whole life. Year twenty, you realize that you're stuck in it. You can't get out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so uh, I'll leave it up to you. I kind of want to hear about the event, or we can walk through you. So you, you got to tell me how you, where you want to go with this one. I. I I'm up for anything. I'm excited uh, about both. Yeah, well, we can we can uh, talk about Scosticon first, I guess. Oh, man. Let's do it. it uh, cool. The way that it was described to me, I'm the most pumped about it. 
because I think that like, man, indigenous people get the shit end of the stick always. I don't think that there's a time in which they don't, which is the most awful. And so when you described it, it was like, okay, now this is incredible. So please tell me what that is. Well, I, first of all, I'm very, very honored, incredibly humbled to be invited to participate in such a thing. Yeah. It's it's kind of a funny story (laughs) on how my invitation came to be, which uh, I enjoy, but I'll explain what the con is first because um, they started advertising for it not too long ago and it's about to happen. So I think it's important to kind of try and get, get a word out there too about it. Uh, although I am in no way involved with the, uh, logistics of it all. I'm in no way like an event planner for this. I just know about it. So yeah, we'll just, yeah I, I went, I went to the website, which anybody can do, <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah, it's a, all, a, a Native American exclusive uh, Comic-Con, you know, with, so everybody participating is a native uh, in some form or another. Uh, so I, I didn't know until just a couple years ago how, how much there is out there of, you know, Native artists who are doing contemporary things or reaching into, I guess, what is historically sort of like a white medium comic mm-hmm. book and cosplay and stuff but i mean of course there are amazing cosplayers of all races but um i guess in my experience what i've seen in my life mostly mostly white people so it's gonna be cool to to see and it's open to the public it's not like you have to be native to go or something (laughs) that that would be exclusive um i'm i'm into that because I think that that's a cool way to like elevate voices that don't normally get that platform. And I'm also interested in um, they're like the, the posts that I see on like Instagram stories are um, things that generally center around, like go to these and then enter whatever people group specifically owned businesses to support these people. Mm, Um, And so, but I have, never seen a native one so to see that there's a whole comic-con like type situation happening where this is that is the point is yeah. incredible it's it's cool i i i think part of that also has something to do with like the the circles that you that you keep close to you right because like yeah. i mean us native people are everywhere right like they were all over the continent before colonization or whatever you want to call it before settlement of the americas or whatever yeah uh so you know i'm there are a ton of really badass native creators in california you live in california Mm -hmm. yeah so um i mean just everywhere and i i only happen to well it's kind of a long story but i I essentially started to learn beadwork a few years ago um, because my grandfather has been doing it since, you know, before I was born, he's just always been beating shit. Mm-hmm. And so um, with the loss of my father several years ago, about eight years ago now, um, I have been looking at ways of sort of healing my own family structure because of that loss, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm, it's sort of almost a trope in this um renaissance of indigenous film and stuff that like 
a lot of indigenous dudes have daddy issues. I think a lot of, <laughs> a lot of native kids can have daddy issues, not, yeah. not to stereotype or anything, but it is kind of a, it's, it's a theme in a lot of stuff, you know, we're so affected by our parents, people of all races, you know? Yeah. Does this con center around different tribal groups? Is it one specific group that is putting this con on? How is it working? Yeah, it's um, it's the Cherokee Nation. Is, okay. uh, well, it's actually it's not like the tribal government entity. It's two people from the Cherokee Nation. Um, as far as I know, I mean, a lot of people in the Cherokee Nation businesses are involved. Um, so. Uh, uh, the most notable person probably that that I'm aware of, you know, I'm not an expert or anything, but uh, Roy Boney Jr. is his name. He's a, a, I don't even know where to start with Roy Boney. He's, he's amazing, dude. He's, he works, he has worked with the Cherokee language department for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I didn't know that he was also an incredibly gifted artist, uh, watercolor, a lot of watercolor. He posts uh, every day on Instagram, a new, beautiful, culturally relevant piece of work uh he's even done crossover stuff like a, a cherokee tr- uh, version of the joker and you know other characters like that you know so it's been really cool to see those two things kind of like cross you know and um of course seeing roy uh explain the life of sequoia uh, and other things i mean there's a whole mess of videos on youtube where roy boney is participating in um keeping the culture alive but the con itself is open you know vendors and all people from all tribes you just have to be uh, associated with a tribe as i as i understand it yeah what's cool is usually you have to like to learn history and stuff you really got to seek some stuff out like you got to be cognizant of like the need to learn but when things like this come up it kind of puts it in your face and yeah. so you, you'll pick up bits and pieces just by going to an event like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing the different types of art, art that these artists will create. Cause I recognized several names on the list, but there were a bunch I did not. And it's, it's going to be a cool sort of, I'm hoping that there's a lot of different materials and, and uh, concepts and things there that I've never ever seen or would have thought of before. Should yeah. Be cool. Tell me how you came up with uh, your invite. Uh, okay, yeah. So I have, so the the Cherokee Nation, which is the tribe to which I belong, uh, mm-hmm. they have a couple of different cultural art shows every year where any tribal citizen can join. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, you know, making a run of 10 toys and putting it out and hoping everybody buys it and then, you know, moving on to the next thing. I was kind of tired of that ebb and flow. So I decided I'm going to try to make something that's more like fine art. Like we Mm -hmm. don't, we, we see lots of examples of action figures as fine art, like with recollection toys doing like porcelain. I've seen somebody who the name, I don't know, but someone's doing like a stained glass uh, card back. Oh, uh, Hoagland, Josh. Yeah. 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 Insane dude. Yeah. So, um, but last year I started cooking up, uh, a design for Sequoia, arguably the most famous Cherokee ever, I think, who, uh, you know, crafted the Cherokee syllabary about 201 years ago or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. The Cherokees have a very old language. It's a very hard language to learn, but it's a very cool language. And there was no written version of this language. So he 
came up with it. He was a polymath, a very smart man, uh, or so the story goes. So um, anyway, I thought I would like to make an action figure of Sequoia because uh, it sounded fun to do, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I was thinking, you know, I have been using beadwork and beadwork takes forever. It is a luxury good that is created. You know, it's one bead at a time takes forever. Which if we pause real quick, there is, I wish I knew the name of the artist. Um, There is a native artist that turns van shoes into beadwork and it is fucking rad. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) But sorry, go ahead. No, that's cool. I have to look that up. Um, so anyway, Sequoia figure, uh, I have all the parts and I have a grand idea for it and everything, but I want to, uh, the figure itself, the packaging, nothing will have the English language on it. It's all in Cherokee. Mm-hmm. So the Cherokee language is very accessible, which sadly is not the case for a lot of other tribes. Uh, we, we are a very large tribe. Uh, I guess we've sort of played nice and done well for ourselves over the generations or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which of course I, I don't mean to represent any people to, to whom I don't belong or anything like that. I don't know intimate stories and all that, but the, so with Sequoia specifically, I'm thinking like, I'm going to, I want to use the new things that I've learned from my grandfather. And I want to craft something that would be worthy of this cultural market, the Cherokee cultural art fair or whatever. I'm sorry, I don't know the name of it. Uh, there's a there's a there's a couple of them that happen every year, and you can you can enter and a bunch of pieces, and you can um, you it's basically like you take home the prize of being recognized as having a good art piece at this show. It's very it's very cool. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe I'll just try and branch into other other areas because keeping the culture alive is something that's very important to me after the loss of my father. And after, you know, my, my grandparents aren't getting any younger, man, you know, like, yeah, I, I want to learn as much as I can and pass that on for the next generations. So, so I've started whipping up this idea for a Sequoia figure. That's um, a leather card back with the bubble pokes through. I got so good. <clears throat> we have Oak leaves and acorns stamped into the leather and the, the oak leaf is a symbol of the eternal flame of the Cherokee people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and instead of, you know, how do you print on leather? You could laser etch it or see and see it or something. I don't know. You could probably carve it out, but I thought I will make grand beadwork banners that have Sequoia's name. And also um, uh, the concept of the beadwork at the top is actually kind of lofty, but it's the seven pointed star of the Cherokee nation, which represents the seven clans of the Cherokee nation and a wreath of oak leaves, which represents our eternal flame. And the background of it sort of fades out from yellow to orange, to red, to dark red. And there are uh, sort of like oak leafy wreaths at the bottom that show, you know, that the seven generations, which is a, a thing that many tribes share. Everything you do today should be to make, the world a better place seven generations from you if we put that as simply as possible yeah that's that's so fine art dude <laughs> that that's so crazy i'm into it keep going okay so uh the big thing is the the bottom banner says jalagi gawani histi which means cherokee language because that's what sequoia is known for but the way that we write sequoia like if you look at a toyota sequoia or you look at the sequoia red forest or whatever yeah. the hell it's called 
that's uh, like an English version of his name. He actually signed his name in a different way. So I'll get to that. So I reached out to Roy Boney because I had seen him before and I've been following him for a long time. And I knew he was a a cultural expert, honestly, on, on the life of Sequoia, at least. So I thought, I I don't want to be a dick and like interrupt his day or ask some stupid ass question because you never know who who's going to be messaging you on the online i'm sure you know that Mm -hmm. but i asked him like okay so i'm going to do this bead work it's going to take like four hours and there's no way i'm going to spell the dude's name wrong on the card back so can you tell me is it se quo ya or is it si quo ya and uh he told me the story and um of course sequoia spelled his name s s i q u o y a so it's s s i q u o y a sequoia uh but uh, it's so it's it's four syllables instead of three syllables the the language is a syllabic language or whatever every little letter is actually uh either a vowel sound or a consonant and a vowel like ga da do whatever Mm. So, um, yeah, it was C quo. Yeah. So very thankfully, um, he answered my question and the beadwork template that I had already spent a few hours making was right. I chose that just hoping it's right. Um, and it is, uh, and then a couple days later, I, uh, got an email from Roy Boney's, uh, fiance candace bird who's actually a cherokee storyteller of whom i am a huge fan she's told several stories on um like the cherokee nation facebook page shares stuff from their cultural department it they it's very cool so they do little things where someone will tell a really interesting story from the old days and they always have a lesson and you know she's candace bird is really really cool so i was so i was in disbelief that she was actually messaging me because I've... We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Tap to bring you this. Meanwhile, the galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have engine failure. We almost crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we're saved in DOV2. Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE toys! Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures! DKE! Watched her videos and storytelling and been keeping up with certain people who are, you know, culturally significant or whatever. Just it feels close to home, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she said that, uh, you know, Roy looked at my crap and thought I'd be a good fit and I got the invite so (laughs) what a good way to say he looked at my crap and he was like all right let's do this (laughs) this actually this works with the theme I guess I mean yeah yeah I'm probably the palest of all my cousins but you know it doesn't it doesn't I'm we're from the same place you know I'm still from from those who walk the trail so you know what is crazy um about this is the depth at which you are like putting the amount of work you are into a figure so that that in itself is crazy um and then the 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 portions that you're pulling from the Cherokee Nation history from your past and your relatives and like breathing life into something um 
is an, it's an incredible thing to see one, two, (laughs) to be able to see that your passion is like pouring out of that. And like, you can see it and hear it that like, this is the shit that matters. Yeah. That's (laughs) it's yeah. That it's so it's a really cool thing to hear. Like that, not only that people are getting a bigger voice and a better voice and, and, and this is happening, but you're also so passionate about this. So it's yeah. rad to see. Yeah, thanks, man. That's it's a it's a, a hoot. I have shelved Sequoia for now because I am going to attempt that later. Okay. And in, instead of um, well, I also thought like, holy crap! I got invited to this thing, and it's in a month or whatever. And I basically have no supply. I don't have any chewy colas. I don't have any dank baiters. I don't have anything made right now, really. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been I've been cruising, kind of learning and getting into stuff and making special requests and kind of dawdling, really. So I spent like three or four days just cranking out like 20, 23 figures. And I still have, I have like 10 more I'm going to make, like a few Chia Pets and a couple things that I think might do well at this thing, because I don't know. Yeah. But I'm I'm really, really excited about this special run of Cherokee animal figures that I'm doing. Okay. So. Let's un- unpack it because that <laughs> I, anytime there's an animal figure or anytime there's something like that's different, I'm into it. So tell me about these animal figures. Well, we'll start with the packaging. Okay. So I, I explained the Sequoia packaging. So it will be leather sandwiched. You know, So basically what I'm going to do is take a, a big strip of leather. I have a template and all the stuff, the dimensions measured out, but I'll, I'm going to put the animal it's going to be okay. Let me start from the top. Sorry. Oh no, 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 no. Hey, take your time. We got, I, got all about you. Yeah. I can tell that you have so much more practice. Like just, you have this astounding radio personality now after, after doing so many of these. Fuck, like, dude. Yeah. It's like 110 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> I know. And I, I was just looking today and like, I was your second fucking episode or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's and crazy. It was, and it was shaky. Like if I'm being fully honest, it was really shaky at the beginning mm-hmm. because I was passionate about it, but I was like, fuck, is this even worth it? Yeah, and I it, just went in and I was like, "Let's talk to Tone Zone Toys. Let's see what happens. Let's do it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's kind of interesting to see how far you've come. I listened to you a bunch yesterday while I was beating you know, a few. Don't you know, beat yourself things. up that way. Don't listen to me too much. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, anyway, for the for the figures, the the Cherokee Nation language department uh, has classroom posters available and other mm-hmm. learning materials like for children. Um. So I, I looked at the, they have these like water animals, other types. They have a poster for like several different like genres of animals, I guess you could say. And so I thought, okay, let's look at some of these. I want, I want to do 10 figures and I just need to know the actual factual Cherokee names from the language department. I don't want some like, you know, jollygee.europe.org or some weird website that kind of idolizes Cherokee people or something because there's like kind of a gross amount of like weird fake Cherokee tribes and shit so Mm. go to the source it's got to be culturally accurate right so I did my homework and I found 10 animals that I really enjoyed I found what their names were in Cherokee and so I made my little beadwork banners that say Gia which is otter and Gina which is bear and all that shit and each of each of the banners is going to have uh, a nature scene that corresponds with the animal. 
So I know our viewers won't be able to see this, but no, we're gonna. Is, oh my god, we're gonna post all these for sure. <laughs> so here's frog. Fantastic little frog, and I'll only show you one more that I'm really excited about because I want to keep some of them a surprise. But I've done just a little river scene with some flowers for otter. Son of a bitch, those are so good. I thank you very much. I appreciate that. I um, am actually a little bit of a pixel artist uh, before beadwork, so I kind of yeah. had some I, some um, general knowledge of you know color theory, contrast, or value. You know what yeah. to do and not to do. So. Anyway, so everybody's going to have a little nature scene and a little banner that has their name in Cherokee. I've watercolored a three by three piece of watercolor paper that has a, a complementing color behind it that will complement both the figure and the banner. Okay. So we're going to be playing on a lot of colors here. So we'll have the leather card back with the oak and the acorn stamps. We'll have a nice border, two beadwork banners, and a little animal. And for the animals, I went to Michael's and I found the little tube of animals mm -hmm. and I looked through them like a maniac trying to find the 10 animals I had chosen. So it was, it was a fun hunt. I had to, I bought, I bought the frog on eBay cause I couldn't find a good frog that I really wanted. Mm -hmm. But you know, whenever you buy those cheap, you know, crappy little rubber animals from the craft store, they are painted in bright, weird colors and they don't look natural at all. Yeah. So I very lovingly painted them all to be more natural looking and have more like earth tones and natural colors. Like the frog is now like a, like a frog green instead of bright green, yellow and bright mm -hmm. turquoise or whatever, you know? Yeah. So they're all going to be um, hopefully sort of a, a true-ish looking version of the animal uh, on, on a nice, nice card back. And they're only going to be five and a half inches by six inches tall or something like that. They're, oh, wow. fair, they're fairly small because those little tube animals that you get are, you know, an inch or two long, you know, they're not huge. Mm -hmm. So it, it's an executive product. It's uh, intending to be fine art, whether or not it reaches the level of fine art, I guess would be up to the beholder, right? Because art is subjective. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to Dove talk too much, probably. Yeah, I think, <laughs> but I think you've hit it, right? Like the fact that you have, um, man, meaning. I mean, even something as simple as like you have meaning behind it already yeah. makes it like, um, I don't know. Like I, I just create bullshit most of the time. And I <laughs> like, I just, I, though it's fun and to me, it seems fun. There's nothing. It's very superficial. But to see a figure that's yeah. not is way better and it like elevates the community that we're in. So I, I, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't say that what you have is bullshit because it is it is entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. If you make if you make just one other person smile, you've done your job, right? I mean, yeah. And I'm, I mean, hey, whoever's listening, don't think that i call it bullshit and you should stop buying it like get your ass in gear <laughs> please, please uh buy some <laughs> yeah um okay so i'm interested in um the beadwork so cool. uh i like you got to walk me through it because for those that didn't see it and those that'll have to wait until this episode comes out to see it the beads are tiny dude those beads are so tiny <laughs> yeah so uh is it a different pattern like 
walk me through learning that process and like okay. what that means to you to be able to like breathe that life into what you're passionate about now. Uh, well, I, I will try. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when we talk about beadwork, we, there are lots of different types of beadwork, right? There's gourd stitch where you normally are doing beads around something like the handle of a, of a, my grandfather was just showing me today, actually, uh, he beaded uh, the handle of a gavel for a, a judge friend that he knows. So, you know, you'd be mm. doing a million little beads and filling up a six or seven inch space on a gavel handle with beautiful designs, chevron feathers and other things like that. Uh, but then, you know, there's, it's also called peyote stitch, but as far as I know, peyote is like a Southwestern tribe thing. And I don't know, pay, I don't know, really know what peyote is. It's a drug, right? So yeah, um, yeah. I call it gourd stitch because it's also called gourd stitch and we have gourds here. So it makes more sense to me. <laughs> um, but what, what I'm doing here is loom beating. So I'm beating on a loom. I actually have a, this is a 12 inch loom that my grandfather built. That loom is so intense. Oh my God. You can, um, it unscrews to go from like 11 or 12 inches to like another, like, you know, 17 inches or so. Mm -hmm. um, so what you do is you string a bunch of strings. I'll be as succinct as possible without going into the too many weeds, but yeah. you know, you do a bunch of uh, strings and then in a perpendicular fashion, you're laying a line of beads at a time. So it's like you're, you know, printing this picture one line at a time, right? So you have like a, well, I'll show you. A sketch, I'm assuming. I actually, I use graph paper and okay. I just make it, you know, I just make a big grid and do it all. Like I know exactly how, how big it needs to be. So I know how many rows or columns I need to make it like long or whatever. Um, so yeah, just, it all comes from, it's a little bit of organization. It's a lot of patience. It's a lot of... Um, Coming on video cassette for those who remember. Remember what? For those who will never forget. I'll forget much. And for a whole new generation who will see it for the first time. See what? Chicken, chicken burger, burger disco. disco. Chicken burger disco. What is that? The VHS tape. Huh? It's like a VHS tape <laughs> plus action figure. For one and only time. Who puts a tape and a figure together? That's stupid. Available soon. What do you mean available soon? When is it available? Soon. Okay. Maybe I do want one now. Meaningfulness and like you, you, I'm intending to be precise, right? Like a, mm -hmm. every every thread of the needle is a nice, slow, patient breath as I'm just taking my time and making sure every line is right. Um, so it's 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 quite a trip. It's a lot different, and I really enjoy it compared to the actual resin casting portion of toy making and the yep, painting yep. with enamels. Because I just feel like for the last five years, all I've done is breathe heavy fumes and toxic chemicals. You know what I mean? You got spray adhesive, uh, super glue, uh, Loctite, uh, you know, paints and the resin itself, the mold. I don't want to breathe any of that stuff, but this is beads and beeswax and string. It's very natural. The leather smell makes my room smell great. Yeah. It's awesome. So yeah, it's just very careful and precise, man. A few beads at a time. So You'll have 10 figures specific to the event. Yep. Um, and then your own stuff that you're bringing, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and then 
I think I'm interested in maybe a good transition point for like how we get from this event to you working on this kind of work for us, but like a, a very specific event and working yeah. on this kind of work with this much intention and, and this much of you breathed into the piece. How does this change your work now going forward? I, you know, that's, that's a good question. I have, it's funny you mentioned that because I had only really mulled that over today. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking that I much like uh, recollection and um, Hoagland with mm-hmm. the stained glass, you know, bringing that to DKE or whatever. I'm thinking I can, I, I, right now my beadwork banners are only going to have the card back itself as leather with two beadwork banners. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, you know, I'm I'm an ambitious fellow sometimes. I'm wondering what it would take to bead an entire six by nine card back and truly do something that was motherfucking Star Wars or, you know. Yeah. S- Star Wars will never be played out. I don't right. care. I'm going to do Star Wars until I die. Yeah. Also, let's, you know, other stuff. Let's be honest, right? When we work with Dove, we work with Star Wars. Let's just have that honest discussion that, I every time I've worked with him, it's been a Star Wars figure, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. I, I, I really want to do more with Ninja Turtles. Like it's my favorite line of all time. Yeah. Um, the problem with Turts, though, I'm going to say Turts to shorten it down, yeah. so I don't have to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles every time. But the thing with the turtles is, they, in my experience, they're a huge pain to mold because mm-hmm. they have so many points of articulation and you could sit there and do the whole thing um or omit some joints by gluing the arms where you want them or whatever like that um i haven't quite figured out how i would want to do it but i would love to do um uh, a ninja turtle type bootleg soon I'm kind of craving that again i haven't done one in a while yeah i think what's cool is like uh i mean any idea under the sun has been done right like i've heard it said that no no idea is a new idea which is Mm -hmm. the most disheartening thing i've ever heard in my life um and i hope it's not true but when you say like oh you want to do the turts so you want to do star wars but then say like oh i want to do it in like this bead style yeah that's like way cooler than it like that's so good so if you in like, because if you do that with Dove, you're talking 20. So you're talking 26 by nine cards, fully beaded out. I mean, so that means you're starting now just for DKE Con. What, for two years from now, DKE yeah. <laughs> No, I, I think maybe just doing like a, a one of them and then moving yeah. on to another thing and doing one of them. Mm-hmm. Because on, honestly, um, making 10 or 12 of anything is really only setting yourself up to store those things until they sell, right? So yeah, it would be kind of cool to just do like my normal runs and fun ideas and whatever, but also put out these sort of executive products. And I hate to say it in such like a business admin type way in such a casual space, but it really is like separate something like that is so separate from i casted this plastic i designed this on the computer i printed it out i glued it together and here it is yeah it's not it's not just like a brain fart it's something that is 
it's been gestating, you know, I've been letting it marinate and now Papa's ready to use the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool too. Like it, it's, it seems different when we all make toys, we make it with our hands and we do, yeah, we do whatever we do, but it just seems different. It seems like, um, because the techniques, we all use resin and molding materials. We all yeah. use Photoshop or some derivative thereof. Um, we all use bubbles and blisters and whatever, but when you start to bring in new materials and do new things, it's exciting. Yeah. And it seems like, um, I don't know when I've talked to, like, I just talked to Healy made and I've talked to suck Lord and I've talked to different people and it seems like this scene has made jumps, right? Since it started every once in a while, all of a sudden someone does something weird. And it's like, holy shit, what happened there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's a couple things happening right now in the mix of like 3D resin printing with 3D sculpting and making a mutant. And there's a whole group of art. Like it's yeah. rad. But I think this could potentially be one of those jumps where backers are changed, where we're breathing yeah. personality into these pieces. And so it's cool that like you're part of that. You're jumping in on that as a piece. So I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I, I, um, it, a year ago, I never really would have thought that I'd be doing something like this. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting. My, my girlfriend and I went down to Tahlequah, which is the capital of the Cherokee nation, uh, in September for the Cherokee national holiday mm-hmm. where they have, they do a ton of stuff to celebrate the, you know, the tribe and all that. Um, so we, saw the you know the deputy chief speak and some the principal chief speak he was actually speaking on a tv because he got like rebound covid or something he like thought he was going to be there and then he wasn't there and had to do it remotely yeah uh, i was kind of disappointed because i did get to meet the chief back when he was secretary of state when i was getting mm-hmm. a tribal id with a photo oh. which was a new thing like 10 years ago or something um so anyway we my girlfriend Courtney and I got um, some really baller ass pizza from like a food truck at this national holiday thing. We got to see all this cool stuff, uh, mm-hmm. bought some paintings and all that. But in the food tent thing, they had um, signs everywhere that said this word on it, Scosti. Mm-hmm. And without having any context, S, Ga, and D are very common syllables. So as a beginner of learning the language, I immediately recognize that's S Ga S D. What does that word mean? I don't know what this means. And they're super flashy, bright pink, bright yellow, or bright blue with like a black marker says Scosti on it, Scosti Con. Mm. I'm like, is this an all indigenous Comic Con or what? You know, is the Cherokee Nation putting on some kind of Comic Con thing? Because that's exactly what it looked like. But there was nothing else about it. There was no check this out. It was a bunch of QR codes. And I'm, yeah, I'm that's not, boring. I mean, well, you know, personally, I, my phone doesn't really do the QR thing. I have a phone that's just old enough that I have, it's a pain in the ass to go somewhere to read a QR code. So I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, but I remember at the time thinking like, I was, I remember feeling kind of bummed because I was like, I was like made for this dude. Like mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I love my people and I love comics and shit. I've been to other comic cons. Like, why can't I, I want to do this one. So. I feel incredibly lucky. I, I'm not Christian or anything, but I feel very blessed to be taking part uh, in such a such a thing. It's really yeah. cool. Um, as for your, your art and 
Um, I think this is another question that I'm I'm kind of I'm trying to gauge like what this makes like what this turns you into almost, right? Like you're oh, yeah. <laughs> as you're expressing this whole new side. So I have to ask the question then, do you feel like you're leaving something behind by branching into this whole new area of like intention, emotion, passion, all that? What a what a great question. Uh, I Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube Live. It's Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! There's way cool artist unboxing. No it counts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Radical. Collector spotlight. Ooh, collectors. Current upcoming shows and drops. Right. Giveaways. Right. Short chats with artists. News from the hood. Yeah. 100% indie, all the time. That's, That's Toys, Toys Live. Toys Live. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. Okay, I, 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 I don't, and I can explain why. Okay. I, I'm a bit of a car guy, mm -hmm. but a very specific subset of vehicles, air-cooled Volkswagens. So I have my daily driver, which is a, a Jetta station wagon that mm -hmm. I drive every day, and I love that car so much. But on the weekends, I like to pack it up. I like to go to the park, play a little, you know, fake tennis with my friends. I don't mm -hmm. know how to play tennis, but we hit a ball around. And I like to take the van. And I don't see why I can't have two cars in my garage. It's my garage and I can drive them whenever I want. They're mine, mm -hmm. you know. And I feel like being a toy maker for so long, I'm, I'm not famous, but I have, I have accomplished things I never thought I would do when I was just dicking around with my brother on the kitchen counter, trying not to ruin the countertop with, you know, fresh, uh, smooth on, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I, I feel some, I wouldn't say like entitled to the space in toy making, but I do feel like I have my little corner where I do sort of my little thing. And I feel like I belong there. And I've, I don't really know if I belong in this new space yet, but I mm -hmm. do think that as a person, as I grow, as I get older, and I, 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 we all learn that we maybe we're missing something in our lives, like a connection to our roots or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. And I, I just, um, I don't know if I'll belong in that space yet, but I do feel like I'm in a position where I am comfortable putting myself out there and trying at least. Yeah. I'm interested in hearing how you, um, fit into this space. I think, uh, it's tough. Like, I don't know for me, my culture is so muddied. I don't even, it's not even a culture. It's just like, it, I, I can't really track it to one area. It's just, when you type in like DNA for Abe, it's like white, like it just says like, <laughs> and then there's like, Oh, and 2% Egyptian. You're like, what the, f what happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I think what's interesting too, is we're seeing this um, from an outside perspective, at least like we're, I don't know that I've ever encountered this or ever seen someone say like, I'm, we'll see how I fit into this, but it is your people. And so it's an interesting yeah. dynamic to claim yeah. a people and then also not know how you fit in with your people. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, um, something about the, the Cherokee culture really is that if, if you are, if you are descended from someone on the Dawes roll, which is like the government, you know, collection of Cherokees and who they are and where they live or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, nowadays, you, you, 
you are you are eligible to be enrolled as a tribal citizen. So okay, okay. when you enroll as a tribal citizen with the Cherokee Nation, you are Cherokee. You know, it's it's not some uh, little thing. You know, like I am my father's son, and he is his father's son. And I mean, you know, at what point would you would you want to take that away from someone? Like, oh well, your your dad or your mom is Cherokee, but you're you're too far down the line from the last guy or from the first guy who was on the, on the roll or whatever. You know? Right. So I really, I admire that about our tribe. It's one of the best ways that tribes can keep their populations up. You know, blood quantum is a very storied and kind of gross thing that you know, we don't have to talk about, but um, it's just, it's really nice because the, when, when you're, parents or your guardians enroll you in the tribe and you become a citizen of the tribe, the tribe claims you. Yeah. You, know, you said, I claim my tribe, but really I, no matter what I do, I can't help it. I'm Cherokee. I'm, I am my father's son. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's, <laughs> there are, there are a couple of jokes that um, my, my granddad or myself may crack at each other when we talk about how, how the generations have gone, but I, they're probably not appropriate. I'd hate to offend any of my, any of my cousins out there, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I, I think, uh, yeah, it's just cool to see. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just don't see it a lot and it it could be my cultural context. I work in a very like dominant white community. I work Mm -hmm. in a, like a, it's, it's weird to say, like I live in San Diego and like the almost probably the whitest part of San Diego is where I work. Nice. So, yeah. Um, and uh, like the people that I work with as well, but I have a passion for social justice things and I have a passion to like yeah. serve others. And so it's cool to be able to sit here and listen to that side of it. Yeah. Uh, well, it is, it's very, very cool that you have, uh, you know, that you're passionate about activism and stuff. Uh, I, I think that the world would be a better place if everybody tried even just a little harder than the bare minimum, you know? <laughs> yeah. Bare minimum. Just say you don't like something that might be a good starting place. Yeah. 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 yeah um, true. so this, this Comic-Con, um, how long does it go for? When is it? Um, and then like, I'm assuming it's a whole weekend and it's coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually one day only. It's, oh. the, it's the first ever, but I, from, from the way that it's described on the site, it, I think that they're going to try and do it every year. I hope they do. Cause yeah. if I'm not in it next year, I want to go and see all the panels and everything. I'm afraid I'm going to be stuck at my booth and not be able to, but yeah. it's, it's, it's one day. It's a uh, November 5th. It's a Saturday. Uh, so November 5th in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, uh, the capital of the capital of the nation, man. It's going to be cool. That's so rad. And then um, if they wanted, if people wanted to get tickets to this, they can go where, where are we talking? Uh, I, I don't know if they're on sale yet, honestly, you know, I'm not the event planner, like I warned, but um, scostycon.com. That's S K A S D I C O N dot com scosticon.com uh is where you can find everything you need to know about it there's going to be a cosplay competition um 
Roy Boney Jr., who I was mentioning earlier, uh, mm-hmm. is actually, he illustrated a really sick-ass cover for uh, a Marvel comic. Um, it's uh, Venom. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, very cool. Um, so I, uh, he, he will be um, having a panel that day with uh, another guy whose name I didn't recognize, but I'm sure is very cool also. <laughs> Sorry, guy. Uh, um, and they'll be having a panel about... Um, something about the what it's like to uh make a cover for a marvel book or whatever um kind of the story of how that happened or whatever it may be he's a great speaker i highly recommend checking him out that's so rad okay so i mean we we know who you are we love getting in touch with you we know how to get in touch with you but like plug the things that you want to end this with that especially dealing with like all the things that we talked about like what do we got to keep our eyes open for where are you headed? I think first and foremost, I'd like to say that no matter where you live in the in the United States or or abroad, uh, look up and uh, see who's uh, whose land you're on. Hmm. Everyone should know what tribe occupied their land before they were removed, uh, either by decree or you know otherwise. You should you should know. So just want to throw that out there. Land back and. Um, I would say that uh, also I'm going to put everything online. So none of the stock that I made for Scosticon, including all of my classic pieces, um, all that stuff will be online after Scosticon. So I'd say if there's something you're itching to get, including a Scosticon exclusive, it will be on the site uh, in the following days after the Comic-Con. So. I, I'm going to turn on a little, uh, I'm going to click that bell on your thing because the, the beadwork <laughs> sounds so intricate and so amazazing. I'm going to also warn my wife already. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> like, hey, I got pieces coming in and if they last, I'm getting them. Um, yeah. but yeah, Hey dude, thank you so much for coming on. Um, oh, man, thank you. I, uh, as a moment to brag about you real quick, oh, I have okay. a lot of artists that come on. I talk a lot to a lot of people. Um, and it's, it's fun. I love it. I love all the artists that come on, uh, oh, yeah. incredible. Um, but I rarely come across a passion, mm. um, that matches what I'm hearing from you and seeing from you. And it's <laughs> something else, man. <laughs> so, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's like watching, uh, I remember saying this to, someone i don't know who i said this to at the beginning but it's like watching a kid blow bubbles like i wish i loved anything as much as that kid loves those fucking bubbles (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so it's it's cool to see on this side um that kind of passion especially for something that i think we're all passionate about in this community like toys is really what's behind this which is really cool as well (laughs) 